Hello, welcome back. Episode 16, I actually went back and counted yep. them. This is, this is 16. Couple, said we never make it. They said, they said we never made it. Uh, well, we're here. 16, gore. Gore. And we're off to a good start. I mean, we both, when we met up earlier, we were both yawning. We're a couple of lazy yeah, podcasters it's, it's today. it's hot as shit out in the old suburbs of Detroit. I had three gravy pops, and I'm still, like, groggy. <laughs> You've been working off the, that that hamburger too. Yeah, hamburger. Hamburger. <laughs> uh, I, I I took a power nap, so hopefully I'll be waking up here in a moment. Uh, but yeah, we um we got a weird one today. Uh, well, the movie's not that weird, but the the source material is weird s- as fuck. The source material is worth its weight in gold, I'd say. Like it's Gord. based on. Oh, there we go. Gorold. That was a stretch. But, uh, <laughs> I think there's 35 novels um, out there in the series, but um, this one is based on the first. And you know, I watched it without any uh, context of the novels. You just told me like there's some weird shit going on around this movie. Yeah, I wish but, a lot of this weird shit was in the movie. Yeah, it would have been better if yeah. more of the weird shit got involved. They throw around a couple of token things. It'd be, I don't have a good reference to pull here. It'd be like Harry Potter, but the, you know, they, <laughs> there's like a mention of a wand, yeah. but there's no magic involved or something. <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, that that actually works. I, pretty I don't well. know. I didn't. Are are there like creatures on on Gore like in the books? Because there weren't in the movie. You. Like dragons I, or stuff like that. Look, I ordered all the books. They well, wow, they're hard to find. Yeah, they didn't make it here in time for me to oh. read all of them, so I could You're give you guys binge the, read. Yeah, I couldn't binge read them. They're all about forty-five pages per novel, so oh. it's basically a thirty-page description of somebody getting entered. So, but uh, so I watched it once without much context, other than Murray's telling me it was weird. And then I did some research and watched it again yesterday. And I got to tell you, having this context really helped me out. So I pulled out some some shit I'm going to share here in a second. And uh, if you do choose to watch the movie afterwards, you're going to you're going to be happy to know. I, I, I may be happy. I don't know what you're feeling, <laughs> but yeah. you'll be you'll be richer in life for knowing these things, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's on YouTube, so it won't cost you anything if you want to watch it's it. It's true. You can, you can find it on YouTube. So, in the gore philosophy, the gore philosophy, I like that. People are either in their natural place or need to be put in it. So, it's a heavy base caste system. Muscle bound male warriors are at the top of the social ladder, while helpless, submissive females <laughs> are not only at the bottom, but overjoyed to find themselves in the ownership of a powerful man. So I, I, I'm pretty sure the main character of this movie is a pretty much direct representation of John Norman, the writer of the yeah, stuff. Yeah, I'm sure he's... Yeah. He, he's just a, probably an incel who is just like, all women should be attracted to me and submissive to me. All right. So, next point Well, I here. think he had oh. some kids. I think he was married with kids, so he's not a total... Well, he had that writer money. Oh, Clearly, right. that's what did it. Is that it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. While there are a significant amount of free women in gore, many of the novels focus heavily on enslaved females, or kajiri, as they are called in the books. These kajiri, I hope that 
pronouncing that right. Uh, mm. And the relationship they have, actually, I don't I hope we get like a super hardcore gore person who's like, that's not how you say it, and <laughs> just like totally rips those one. I mean, my research took me to the bounds of like abandoned forums and everything, and like no, it's been about a year since anyone's posted on half of them. Uh, mm, they went underground. I w- of course I did. I went on that dark web you've been hearing about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think I told you the first time I ever heard about this was my sister. I don't know how she heard about it, but she was like trolling one of those boards, and they yeah. did not like it. They they booted her I off. I can't imagine they would. They take this yeah, shit they very said, seriously. They were like, you're, you're a slave woman. You can't say that. Wow. So I, these... I, I, <laughs> said, I didn't say it. That, I know, I know. Uh, so these Kajire and the relationship they have with their owners have become a major part of the Gorian subculture. Kajiri have rules governing their language, posture, and clothing. And I got more about uh, some of these slave rules coming up. Uh, they are completely subservient to the wishes of their owner, including sexually. Of course, of you got to you got to make sure to mention sexually, so they yeah, yeah. can't say I didn't know they were gonna bang me whenever they wanted. And must be branded and wear a collar. I actually sent Murray a photo of a woman who oh. is a Kajiri. The, the people you think are into this, those are exactly the type of people. Like, yeah. let's, let's, just say, let's just say unattractive people, men it, and women. I'm not even just ragging on the women. They're, they're just... No. It's people looking for a weird niche culture to belong yeah, well, to. And yeah. they, they found it. Yeah. So good, good for them. I guess. I, I, they don't seem to harm people. I don't mind that. Oh, I don't care. You can do whatever you want. Right. But I don't have to like go oh, that's sexy. It's not. It's gross. Yeah. Oh, no. Of course I you mean, don't. I, I, for- wonder, I forced that on you. you know, I mean, I sent it to you. Yeah. I, I wonder, like, there's, you know, comic conventions and cosplay and all that shit. Is like, uh, you think there's a, we could start like a gore convention? We might make some, be able to make some money off of that. I think about five people might show up. Well, how about if we advertise on the dark web? You think we could? How many people we could get? Uh, I've been on the dark web. This is—they're all about gore. Yeah, the problem with that though is then they have to reveal themselves because I'm going to make them sign a lot of consent forms. Well, you, you have to in this day and age. Yes, right. we have to protect so, ourselves. Then the dark web, the anonymity, 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 anonymity. Of the dark web has just been ruined because I've got their uh, names. I don't want to ruin the dark web. So much good stuff happens on the well, dark web. Well, it wouldn't ruin the dark web. It ruined their anonymity. I mean, cause I, as far as I know, the little research I did, John Norman is still alive, the creator of Gore. He's 81. Yeah. And we could probably he, he get him. We, we should try to get him as a guest for this episode. Shit. Well, well there is a sequel. So. Yes. Outlaw of Gore. We'll send this over to his people, a couple of his Kashiris. I got to believe he was them. not happy with these adaptations because I wasn't. Uh, and I don't know nothing about the Gore world. I need, a, I need to watch the second one, but I would <laughs> I be pretty judge. Dis- I need to watch. The, I'm not going to judge right now. I need to see the second hey, one. Man. Hey, man. I, I, you you don't like over the top. I love over the top. <laughs> yeah, so right. Obviously, and you shows. and everybody. We, that's our second most popular. So I'm in the, in the minority on that Clearly. one. Clearly. I know uh, what I thought. I, I know a good movie when I see people it. People love their arm wrestling. Right. Uh, oof, go figure. As one book explains, only in a collar can a woman be truly free. That's, uh, that makes sense. That makes complete sense. Yeah. The welfare of their fellow cast members is more important to a Gorian than their own well-being. In return for their loyalty, they can expect protection and care if they ever need it. 
if they try to leave their cast without the necessary and hard to require uh, hard to acquire consent, they become outlaws, people of no identity and no worth. Do you think uh, Kanye West is a Gorian? Oh my God, yes! Because he was saying how like slavery was a choice. Oh yeah, yeah, a few months ago. I bet, I bet the, he's the always. Kardashians are like, do they have a brand somewhere, like on their ass or something? Yeah, I believe it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, you're throwing a lot of like, uh, conspiracy theories out today. I, we're gonna have to touch on that in a minute. I'm just asking questions. Oh, just asking questions. Good, <laughs> good. We, everybody needs one of you. Every city, town, and village has something called a homestone. Something that actually does get mentioned in the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, that was in the movie. Yeah. This curious rock imbues occupants of the habitation with a sense of place and purpose. It represents sovereignty for the individuals who live within the stone's dominion and to whom it belongs. Whatever caste someone belongs to, they can expect res- expect respect from others as long as they have a homestone. So in the movie, they use the homestone as like this weird teleportation device and... Yeah. Uh, you know, the the plot is like the bad guy's trying to collect homestones for some reason. It, I guess just to dis- besmirch the people? No, because, you know, you, every one of those movies, you got to collect it because somehow if you put them all together, you're more powerful. You know, It's like just, Dragon Balls. Yeah, every, yeah, yeah you, get them, a, you get them there's all. There's always make some a object. It's like a video game. There's like 12 of them. Yeah. You, them, you, you got 12 together. levels. You got to beat each level. Each right. level gets increasingly harder. Yeah. Man. Gore video game. That would have been awesome. You know, with the advanced technology and graphics today, there probably someone is working on it. I saw the guy who made the tabletop RPG version of Gore, and this exists. Uh, It's not in like hardcover print or anything. It's a PDF. You have to pay five dollars to download. So guess who has it? Not me, because I wasn't (laughs) willing to pay that guy five. I wouldn't want to be on whatever list you'd be on if you. Yeah, exactly. Well, dark web. I pay with uh, I could pay Bitcoins. with my Bitcoins. Bitcoins, yeah. Um, what did I want to say about that? Oh yeah, the guy. I loved it because a couple people left him a comment, and one of them was just like, "Nobody asked for it. Everybody hates it, but of course you did it for us." Winky face. Ooh. Uh, I, bad boys of the internet. Bad boys of the internet. A recent. This, so this is a actual true story. I think it was uh, dated back in 2006, and this is part of that article I sent you. But a recent full-time Korean role player, so a guy who lived the lifestyle, he was pretty wealthy. Uh, he was in prison uh, two years after Lee Thompson, the that I guess that was the guy, the, the Darlington sex cult leader, first received a visit from the police. He was jailed for forcing uh, one of his kajiris for having sex with other men against her will. So you really try to live out the yeah, you're like my really sex life. good people. <laughs> this one guy We were just talking about I don't know if you were here earlier when we were uh, with uh Hair Metal Sean. Um were you talking we were talking about that cult now that's out. It was like a sex cult and they were branding women too. And like a yeah. girl from like the Smallville TV show was involved with it. Yeah. I wonder if that guy's like into gore because it, it was, you had to, the girls, all the women got branded. They did. Kind of like laser fucking thing. I don't remember what the logo looked like, but the Kajiri have like a, a, it's like a weird elongated cage thing going on. Okay. Oh, 
excuse me, and they call they call it a kef, which kef. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I got but, one in Sanskrit tattooed on my bicep. Kef. I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad you have a tattoo that you're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Isn't like everyone else who gets a tattoo. Oh, right. They're all meaningful. Okay. I, I, Yeah, people do usually like to put a lot more uh, interpretation yeah, into things. Okay. You've never watched Ink Master. Go on. <laughs> I don't. Uh, so let's get into some of the slave rules. Uh, I want to hear them. You want to hear them. I believe there was 10 of them. Uh, like 10 commandments, you know. Exactly. Those would be 10. All free persons... Are to be addressed as either master or mistress. If the so sex, women can have slaves too in, in gore. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they do, but at the same time, women are allowed to be free free persons. But um, but they're outlaws, aren't they? No, that's only if you uh, you're a slave if, and you you go you escape. That's only if you uh, basically try to live without outside of your caste. Okay. So if you are born a slave, like apparently it's really hard to get out of slave caste. Sounds so like it, yeah. if you decide to toss your chains aside and run off on your own, then you're an outlaw. Okay. But there is free men and women. I I don't I don't know. Um so free persons are to be addressed as either master or mistress. If the sex of the free person cannot be determined f- from the name, master is to be used until the gender is clarified. That's some so, pretty woke shit. I mean, we're kind of yeah, condemning really them, but yeah. they were up. They were way ahead of the curve with that one. Exactly. Slave rule number two. And th- this this was all lifted from like the sketchiest, weirdest gore website, <laughs> like trapped in the early '90s, you know, era, and kept alive for it's some like reason. Like a GeoCities. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! You should see uh, the. I, I want to say the forms they use is called like palaces and then i learned about palaces because like apparently corn the band corn made it like super popular but it's just like really shitty clip art in a background and that's how that's like your avatar to communicate with all the other people in the in the room room oh well we can't get on facebook you think we could get a palace yes okay. absolutely all right we'll look, <laughs> we'll look into that people so if you really want to go out and find some weird shit gore palaces just search those two together. Uh, slave rule two. Sir, wait, yeah. Serve every master or mistress as if your well-being depends on being pleasing. It does. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, if you're a slave, you yeah. don't want to piss off your master. So, Slave rule three. While a free person may not always be right, they are, by definition, never wrong. <laughs> well. Slaves always have the last word in any disagreement. The words, yes, master. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is the first time you I'm reading what? this. I think this is, I'm getting a real I Dream of Genie vibe off of this. Maybe John Norman stole his whole rap from I Dream of Genie. Oh, she, her, she was always saying, yes, master. I was her like, I'm just saying, I'm throwing it out there. Okay. I think Barbie Eden's a Gorian. I, uh, no. <laughs> I, I can't say I've ever watched it. You've never seen I Dream of Genie? No. That's not a great show. But I watched Happy Days and, yeah. How about Bewitched? Do you ever watch that? No, I no. Okay. Well, all right. I, I, I didn't like that one. Slave no, you rule. hate witchcraft. I know that. Yeah. Slave rule four. Jealousy and possessiveness have killed more slaves than disobedience. So once again, it's because they, they enjoy being slaves. Yeah. I, okay. 
Slave Rule 5. Slaves do not use the first person pronoun. There is not I, me, or mine in a slave's vocabulary. Will they talk in the third person then? Apparently. They go, slave says this. Yeah. I, I'd i have to reference some of those books. I don't know if these people are ki- keeping to the script here. But. I don't know. Slave Rule 6. Perfection of service and submission is the goal. Mere excellence will be tolerated. <laughs> Slave Rule 7. Your collar carries the honor of your owner. Your attitude can make make is as light as a feather or heavy as a mountain. Slave Rule 8. If there are none requiring service, use the time to clean, cook, bake, practice serving techniques with your sisters, or learn learn about gore. Do not be idle. Can a man be a slave on gore? I mean, in the, according to the movie, there were there were men slaves. Well, well, yeah, but I think they kind of abandoned the whole philosophy of gore. They just, I think so too. They just like let's make a Conan rip off, and that's yeah. basically what they. That's did. why I got it. When, when those novels get in, you know, I'll I'll do the deep dive. I'll give everybody. I'm a, you know, what, I was at uh, that at resale shop. I saw some gore novels. I'm gonna pick one up. I'm gonna see what's going on with that. You should. Just I'm intrigued. Thump, just these, thumb through it. These 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 uh, rules are intriguing me. Yeah, just thumb through it a little bit. Uh, slaves possess nothing not given to them by their owner, including their name. What is given can be taken away. If you are entrusted to carry a name for an owner or silks or jewelry, remember that these can be removed as easily as they were given. And the last, Slave Rule 10. The merest whim of your owner is your highest law, and lawbreakers will be punished. Wow. Sounds like a great place to live. Yeah. Or I mean clearly these people enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I what I found out on my uh research was that John Norman, the writer of Gore, apparently according to him, he's very successful run of novels. Yeah. Like he was selling in the millions. And in the eighties he claims he got blackballed by the fantasy uh publishing industry because apparently it's a very small tight-knit group because of his views because apparently these books started out just as normal sword and sorcerer conan ripoff yeah stuff, and they just got increasingly weirder as they went along because he delved deep into his own weird psyche i guess and Ugh. and so people are like oh no i don't give a fuck this stuff i mean this shit's gotta be pretty damn heinous that people are like we're not publishing this even though we're making money off of it yeah so he blames feminists. He says feminists killed my fucking career. But then when the and the internet came out, he had a resurgence in popularity, as we've learned from these palaces. Right. So he's he's doing good. I mean, he'd even intend on this being like a whole sex cult revolution type thing. Well, does anybody? I mean, yeah, I wouldn't. I, I'm I'm pretty. I mean, I'm sure. hoping there's a sex cult around our podcast. But yeah, I don't think there is. I'm pretty sure Elrond, from what I've heard, was after. Just that he wanted he wanted free money basically and he I wanted always, to bang people. What I have always heard about L. Ron Hubbard, I mean, this is probably total bullshit. But somebody bet him that he could. He, he's like, I bet I could come up with a religion. He's like, and the guy's like, No, you can't. And he just did it on a bet. Well, the last occurrence I heard, I, I started reading. I can't remember the guy's name, um, but I was reading some of his stuff, and he's a pretty wacky guy. 
but he used to play cards with other sci-fi writers and he yeah never mind but um basically he was just like i need to make some fucking money and someone was like just make a goddamn religion then and he's like i'm uh, gonna do it and there are when you think about it, there are correlations because he does he started he just he was a science fiction writer wrote battlefield earth and then he wrote dianetics and like he he wrote conned a bunch a of people out of shit that. And so did John Norman. He just intended to write like just some fantasy novels, and now he's got. I mean, yeah. he's not making nowhere near the money Elrond made. This was the but. the penny per word day, so it's just they hammered him out because it's like that was the only way they were gonna get their money. Fucking just nuts. Yeah. So basically, this whole wor- gore world's really fucking weird. But you want anyone else's weird Griff? What's that? <sighs> I uh. I know what I'm about to say is very could be very dangerous, and I know I'm probably putting your health at risk, my health at risk, everybody we love's health at risk. But I, I gotta, I just gotta. The truth's got to be told, Griff. All right. Have you heard of this thing called QAnon? I've heard of them. Well, you know the whole thing is there's this va- the whole thing about QAnon is there's this vast conspiracy of pedophiles that are running the world all our past like five or six presidents have been these pedophiles yep. steven spielberg pedophile oh wow he's in there tom hanks tom hanks yeah that's what yeah and pizza you've heard pizzagate haven't you of course where hillary clinton was running a child sex slavery ring yeah. out of pizza Her and John well i am here to tell you griff I am Q anon. You're Q. Q is no longer anon. Q is me. Wow. And I didn't know you worked for the government. Yeah, you didn't know that. No. Well, it's, I, I'm deep state, so you don't know. Wow. I do think I get all this information. So, Griff, all of what I've been saying is true. Yes, there is a huge ring of pedophiles running our planet. But here's the thing, Griff. I, this is going to shock. This shocked me, and it will shock you. Oh, I'm I learned be because you know how I've been telling everyone that the only guy who's not involved is our president, Donald J. Trump. Right. He's he, cleaning the swamp. Yes. He yeah, exactly. He's playing like he's an idiot because he's he's playing the long con on right. these people because he's really trying to dismantle it. But here's the here's the rub, Griff. He's not doing it to help us. Donald Trump. Is a Gorian. Whoa. <laughs> Donald Trump is from the planet Gore, Griff. And we are caught from in the, the planet Gore. Yes. Well, you can't see it because it's on the other side of the sun. But counter he, Earth. He, yes, Counter Earth. He, well, he's not trying to help us. He is in a battle with a pedophile empire to take over our planet and enslave us, much like we've learned with these 10 slave rules. Damn. You're, I'm sorry. I'm my, your awful. mind is blown, isn't my it? My mind is being blown. Like every time I read one of your one of your uh, your breadcrumbs, as you like to call them, yeah. I I just sit back. I get my chalkboard out and I just start connecting dots. I hope so. That's the whole goal. Yeah. You don't you have can, like a chart with like red yarn that's like connecting things. I had that, but my cat took it down. He <sighs> likes yarn, Goddamn so cat. I had to do the chalkboard. But. That that's brilliant. It's, it all makes sense. Like the- I know it all makes sense. Well, here's the thing, Griff. I I I'm not just pulling this out of my ass. No. You want to know how I found out? How did you this? find out? I, I had 
I, it's not enough to just read off the internet. I had to experience. I, I, cause I didn't believe it. I was like, Donald Trump's going to save us. Yeah. And then I was given this bombshell, and I said, no, I don't believe it. Because sure. there was a, there was a uh, ex-Gorian told me this, and right. I was like, you're a liar. There's no fucking way Donald Trump is a traitor to anything. Naturally. You're, 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 and you know, like, you like to see things for yourself. Exactly. So, so he's like, well, you know what? There's going to be a meeting, a secret Gorian meeting. When you remember a couple months ago when uh, Putin and uh, Trump got together in Helsinki, yeah, Finland? yeah, Helsinki. He's like, there's going to be a special Gorian meeting there, dude. And I heard there's a homestone there in Helsinki. Wait till you wait. Don't get ahead of me. So they, he told me, I can get you in, and I'm like, okay. But he's like, look, there's a, there's a certain dress code you have to... Oh, shit. Did pursue. you have to go in chains? Well, no. Well, I was like, well, how do I fit in? How do I get in? And he's like, so first person I go to, when I, when I have any issues with, like, depraved sexual stuff, I go to Hair Metal Sean. Right. Because he's my connection to the Yacht Rock community. Because, as we all know, Yacht Rockers are the most depraved sex fiends on the planet. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I said, Hair Metal Sean. I'm going to this. First of all, he didn't believe me. He's like, "You're you're full of shit." Naturally, and I'm like, "I don't care." I, I, it's like, you will believe me when I come back. So it's like, what do I wear? And he just looked at me, and he just went WWMW, and I went, "What?" He's like, "What would Man of War wear?" Oh shit! And then that, it just a light bulb went off in my head. So this is what I did, Grip. I went, got some black bikini briefs. <laughs> <laughs> Which wasn't hard because I got those in my drawers already, <laughs> okay. and then I got some some black uh, chaps, like leather chaps. Yeah, got a uh, leather vest with a bedazzled like eagle on the back. Oh my goodness! And I got a leather like policeman hat. Yeah. Oh, that either says freedom or village people. I say freedom. Okay. Or maybe not. If we're going gore, is nothing about freedom. Not but I said, I said, this. You're actually, you're wrong. It doesn't say freedom because I didn't want to look like a free person because I'm going <laughs> to a gore party. So, I, I my my connection got me. I flew out. I had to fly on my own dime on Helsinki, but I got there. He said, "There's gonna be a password. I'm gonna give you the password." So I go, I go. I'm, I'm first of all, I'm picked up in a car. Picked up, okay. They put a sack over my head. That sounds about right. I'm driven for like two hours. Okay. I'm, I don't know. I'm on the outskirts of Finland. I don't know where I'm at. I mean, you don't know Finland that well to begin no, with. So. No, I don't. <laughs> Even though my grandmother is from Finland, I don't know. I didn't pick it up genetically. I still didn't know. So they stop the car, take the hood off. There's this weird, like, underground, like the door, like, it's like an underground thing. Like, I don't, not like a mine, but you're like going down underground. Okay. Literally. That's where all weird sex stuff happens. Exactly. Well, this is where it gets really weird. Let's hear how weird it gets. The password was password. <laughs> Can you believe it? Naturally. So I say password, I'm allowed in. Yeah. And this is where it really gets weird, Griff. Open the door. It's, first of all, it's called a gorgy. A gore orgy. That makes sense. Yes. So, at, you name whatever bizarre sexual act you can think of. It was going on right. at this party. I can imagine. With, I mean, just men and women in collars everywhere, sprawled yes. out, dicks flopping around. Everything was flopping yeah. around. Yeah. Gender fluid was everywhere. 
<laughs> and I also noticed, and I was kind of, I was kind of happy. There was a lot of tubs of petroleum jelly there. <laughs> they weren't using it for the prescribed re- way you should, but it was there. It's and all, I, I felt kind of proud. All, it's all natural. But I said, "Hey, man, I, we came up with that. Yeah, and we made some money off of that. I was happy about that. I mean, you you talked about having to go on your own dime. It sounds like petroleum jelly. Paid yeah, your, well, I did pay. Paid your way there. So. There's people like you wouldn't believe the people who were there. Like Tom, I was gonna say, Tom Hanks, but he's a pedophile. <laughs> he doesn't want to be <laughs> because there. Because the one thing, there's some sick shit going on, but no kids. Yeah. So I'm kind of, I'm still, I'm, I'm kind of like, no, Trump's not involved with this, but I'm kind of like, well, at least they're not pedophiles. Yeah. But I'm still worried because I don't, I don't want to live on Gore. I want to live on Earth. Sure. I don't want to be a slave. Of course. So I'm just checking shit out. I'm noticing. I mean, based on those slave rules, it sounds pretty great, right? But go on. <laughs> well, if you're not a slave, yeah, yeah. it sounds awesome. <laughs> I noticed this character, this guy, he had like a leather uh, jockstrap on. Mm, okay. And some cowboy boots with spurs. Oh, it sounds like cowboy. And no, well, I thought it was for a second, but no. <laughs> and he's wearing like a black ex- executioner's hood. So I couldn't tell who he was. But mm. you know. How I, I can sometimes tap into the nine powers of the ninja. Yeah, yeah. So I tapped into it. Okay. And I I could tell by I could just by his body motion and his movement and the tightness of his buttocks. <laughs> I could tell it was Vice President Mike Pence. Mike Pence was there? Yes. Wow. I was shocked. He's a wholesome Christian That's man. That's what I thought. But not 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 when the not when the, the <laughs> <laughs> I mean <laughs> Christianity doesn't it have like the whole Sodom and Gomorrah well, thing? Well, he's not—he's he's not a Christian. He's a Gorian. Okay, he's been—he's been lying to us for years. Shit. So I'm like, I'm mingling. I'm talking to people. I'm trying to like, I'm like, because I—I there's no way Trump would be involved with this sick shit. He's just too good a person. Well, I mean, if Pence is already there, they can't be in the same room. That's a national security. Uh, well, that's the thing. I noticed some people going into another room, like going down a hallway. They had candles, Can- and, I was, oh, and I was like, I got to investigate Bag this. full of candles. Seagal was probably there. He carries, carries Griff, you're candles ahead, around. You're getting ahead of me. I, just listen. I'm sorry. I, I, I put these together so quickly. You, I'm glad you do. Yeah. Because <laughs> I the followed them. I tapped, once again, I tapped into the nine powers of the ninja. Yeah. So I was... You know, like, if you really concentrate, you can turn invisible for a few seconds. <laughs> <laughs> you saw that in Enter the Ninja. You, you do that to me all the time while we're recording, so I, I always know. edit it out, but I'm always like, Murray, where'd you fucking go? I know. It's very strenuous. It's very hard on you, but when you need to do it, you can do it. Yeah. And so I was, like, going from shadow to shadow. You know, I was, like, pulling out my ninja shit. And you're in all black, so. The, yeah. Well, half black. I'm half naked and half black. <laughs> and... So there's this big, like, dungeon door. They open up. They go in. I sneak in. Like, I use my invisibility. So I get in there. Of course. Hide in the shadow. You know what's happening in this room, Griff? What's happening in this room? You remember our award-winning episode for New Barbarians? Yeah. You remember that contraption that they had built? Yeah. That ritualistic butt rape? Yeah. Donald Trump is in that contraption being butt raped by Vladimir Putin. Oh, well, I don't know if it's right, because it seems like they're both enjoying it. Yeah. And there's techno music going on. It's just like the movie. Oh. There was a, there's a crystal sword laying there where he split down his oversized suit. Oh, man. And he's going at it. How long did you watch? 
not long. I couldn't. My stomach couldn't take it. You couldn't take it. Well, and, and uh, speaking of, you, you're very perceptive. You, Steven Seagal, was in the room holding the candles. Oh, God. He was just watching. He's probably uh, giving them uh, jelly, you know, reapplying. Well, that's the thing. I was so repulsed by what was going on, I lost my train of thought, and my invisibility conked out oh, right shit. where you don't want to be. Oh, shit. So I disappear in front of everybody. I bet Seagal might have noticed you, but it wouldn't matter because you could just walk away. He's just he's a large man nowadays. Yes, he and he doesn't know how to run. He does. <laughs> he trips over himself. So... What happened? So there's like these big, like muscular eunuch guys. You know, like every slave thing has. Yeah. They, I immediately grabbed some petroleum jelly, a huge vat, and I slathered my <laughs> chest with it. So I blinded them with it because you know that's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, it's chest exactly. sheen for men. And then, well, then one grabbed me. But thank God for petroleum jelly because I slipped out and yeah. I got away. Man. And I ran out there for my life. And I'm past the Steven Seagal's doing shit. <laughs> 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 And I get, I get out with my life, and, I, and then so now Griff, it's a fact. Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin are Gorians, and they're trying to take over our planet. Wow! So it's we got a situation where we have Gorians fighting against pedophiles. Right. Wow. Now, when I when after I I was my mind was blown, and this is where it gets really weird. Wow. I start thinking. It seems like Donald Trump always trades up for a younger woman every few years, kind of like a Gorian. Yeah. I've never seen the inside five Melania to see if she has a calf. Oh, boy. But I bet if we really look at some uh, some video, we get some zoom in things, we'll see it. Oh, geez. Yeah. Just, you know, we can uh, we can get, we can definitely get, if you put that word out in the right places, Dark you'll, have, you'll have a <laughs> I'll get you your invite to the dark web. Um, but, yeah, we could get 100 people. I mean, these are the same people that, are, that think that uh, Hillary Clinton's wearing an ankle bracelet. They've got well, all the angles. she yeah. is. But, dude. Dude, the shit I put out before isn't a lie. I'm just adding on to it. Yeah, you got more information. Well, here, and it, but think about it, dude. This makes I'm, perfect sense. I'm trying to think, but you got the big what? picture. What is, why is Donald Trump into, like, golden showers? Because, as we saw in this movie, Gore is a desert planet where water is in short supply. So urine is luxury, or is like a, is a thing they're really into because they don't have water. Right. So they drink urine, and that's what Trump does. Wow. Isn't it making sense now? It. I don't know. How, I, I'm just, mine is blown. I know. But here's where it gets really weird. Oh Jesus Christ! How much weird? You want to know get? who are we? Don't don't uh, don't be worried because we have a savior. It's not going to be Donald Day Trump, but you know who it's going to be, Griff? Who? And this is where it gets really weird. Oh my God! Ironically, Al Gore is going to be our savior. <laughs> Al Gore has been waging a war with Gore for the past thirty years. Oh my! I can't wait for that movie to come out. Do you know Al what Gore's War? Well, do you know Gore. what the, in the, the true inconvenient truth was? Is that we're not? You know why we're ruining our environment, Griff? Because they're trying to terraform our planet into the desert planet of Gore. That's why the 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 temperatures are going up. That's why the polar ice caps are melting. They're trying to change our planet so it's like Gore. 
fucking Christ. I mean, there's enough places they could go to already that are desert planets. Or de- desert, you know, <laughs> climates. Well, Dune isn't near us. This is no, the nearest planet point. for them to live on. They can only go. They can, the the homestones can only teleport you so far. That's a good point. Homestones, but Al Gore's on it. He's always been on it. He's a true American hero. That's why he was robbed of the election in two thousand because he was going to stop them. Oh, just just oh my god! Just like the pedophiles try to stop Trump. Exactly. What Trump won. Oh my god! So what I'm saying is, right now we're trapped in a war between a, the pedophile empire and Gore. Both horrible options. Yeah. So what I'm saying is we need to get behind Al Gore. We need to run Al Gore for president again. Fuck. All right. Now, you know, and I also want to tell everyone who's listening, I've been peppering all of our episodes with these little, like, subliminal messages. Yeah. So you might need to go back and listen to all of them four or five times more (laughs) until it sinks in. And it's a shame that Life Force is our least uh, popular episode because that one is chock full of sub- of messages letting you know what's really going on what they're trying to keep from you the truth about gore and the pedophile empire man well i i'm 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 blown away can we can we cut to this trailer so i can just collect myself yeah you're going yeah you might have to okay. we might have to take a break because okay. i'm I'm exhausted. Sorry. I don't know what's going to happen to us. All I know is people who are listening, if we don't have an episode next week, we've been captured, and I want you to rise up and riot. And by the way, I also want to say, because before we get off on, on the, we start talking about the Gore movie, everyone who's listening to this, who knows what I'm telling is the truth, whatever you do, come November, do not vote. <laughs> Why? Because the Gorians are going to coat every voting machine <laughs> with a sterilization-like coat. Like if you touch it, man or woman, you're going to be sterilized. Wow. So stay home. That's devious. If you're believing what I'm saying, and you are because you believe in the truth, right. stay mm. home. Do not vote. It's a lot of truth. A lot of truth. Thank hey. you for your service, Q. You're welcome. So, and you're welcome, America. Let's get. And to you're it. not welcome, Gore. <laughs> let's get to this trailer. Yeah, let's let's uh, talk about this boring ass movie. Let's do it, Gore. It was a time of tyranny and savage slavery when an evil priest ruled over all. I want them all captured. It was a world desperately in need of a hero. And through the powers of a mystical ring, a college professor is transported through time. Hold it! I'll show you my driver's license! See? It's a mistake. And finds himself thrust into the legendary world of gore. Now, he must learn the ways of war. Journey across a vast wilderness. And join the battle to overthrow the corrupt king. I am the one who controls your destiny. For only his victory can save their world. Urbano Barberini, Rebecca Ferrati, Jack Palance, Paul L. Smith, and Oliver Reed as Sarm. 
from science fiction author John Norman's best-selling series comes Gore. Vida Cine Video, la videocinta original en todas las tiendas All de right. video del All right, sweet país. trailer. Again, didn't watch it, but we all love it. It's great. It really builds up this movie, I bet. Yeah. Um, so let, let's just get right into this. We've given this so much backstory already. We got all these new facts to go into this whole episode with. We're, we're, we're feeling good. So we, we're going to see our, our hero. Tarl. You can call him that. It, yeah, exactly. If you can call him a hero. He's pretty much the worst character we've he's, covered yet. Let's put it this way. He's a cuck. He's a soy boy. He's whatever internet buzzword you want to use for a loser. He's oh, a, yeah. He's as uh, samurai cop Joe Marshall say, a dweeb. Oh, dweeb. So he's a college professor, and that's where we join him, and he's giving his little speech to his class. He's got this ring that he's preaching about. He's like, this ring comes from counter-earth planet of gore. And the kids are just, and I say kids, but they're like all 40-year-olds. Yeah, it's all like middle-aged actors. Yeah. And... Apparently, he's hooking up with one of the girls in the class, and, you know, he dismisses the class, and they're all like, thank fuck Did God. Did we mention this is also an Italian movie, so everybody's dubbed? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, only people who aren't dubbed are the Oliver Reed, the, the villain. Okay. So, apparently, he's hooking up with one of the kids, because, of course, that's all You could do that professors. back in the 80s. You could sleep yeah. with your teacher, your students. Well, it's college. Yeah, but still, it's not. So also, it's, she it's, was like 40. It's still so. inappropriate. Yeah, sure. Oh, now you're getting in. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I don't, I don't give a shit. Uh, I mean. Interesting. <laughs> uh, so, you know, he, he's got this whole trip planned out to go to the cabin with his lady. I, I don't remember her name. Let's call Bev. her. Bev? Yeah. Okay, And Bev. Bev's like, ugh. Yeah. That's boring. I, I can't shop or go to a concert out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, and he's just like, I'll be there. And she's like, you're not enough. And then this is where swinging dick Norman shows up in his Jeep. The fucking Chad. And he's like, hey, cuck, I'm taking your girl. Yep. And she's all into it. She's like, ooh. And she jumps in his fucking uh, snake eater Jeep. Yep, snake eater just, Jeep. he's like, bye, loser. And, of course, like, Tarl. God, what a Tarl. Every Tar- time, every Tarl time Tarl I heard Cabin. that name, I kept thinking of Walking Dead. Carl, and I'm like, Tarl, <laughs> Tarl, Tarl Cabot. I, I love that his name was Tarl Cabot. So it's like, okay, so he went for Carl Tabot, but at one point he swapped the T and the C around. I was like, I like it, more sci-fi fantasy, like, <laughs> yeah, um, that's probably it. Yeah. So Tarl Cabot, he uh, he drives off by himself. He's broken his fish rod on accident. You know, he's a dweeb. And he's, he's driving this uh, rainstorm. Yeah, and it just rains piling down, and of course he veers off road. His ring starts doing some crazy shit. He crashes into a tree. Camera comes from behind. Go, you know, goes around to the driver's side. He's gone. Where do we catch up with them? I'm gonna guess Gore. Yeah, you'd be right. So, so like he, I never, I didn't understand. Like so he's. He's oh, he's worn this ring his whole life, and it never teleported him. Yeah, did, was it the lightning strike that made him go? Yeah, I I fucking don't. Was know. it like he was like in the right place at the right time? Right. If it was like a if it was like a Back to the Future type thing where he hit the gigawatt amount and uh, that he, power he was not going eighty eight whatever. Yeah, but it it wasn't about. Oh yeah, I guess it was about eighty eight. 
I don't, and I don't, then I'm that sure thing. Metal Channel Correct does whatever speed you're supposed to go to time travel. Yeah, all I know is that the electricity had to be involved. So maybe he was going to... Maybe they... <laughs> fuck. I don't I, know. It was a really know. lame, lazy way of getting him to, to gore. Yeah, I mean, this was... Uh, so he's in Gore, okay? He's in the he's in these so like a desert, desert mountains. Yeah, it's a desert planet, and he's watching like this town get raided. Yeah, they're pillaging, raiding, raping, and uh, you know there's there's scantily clad women everywhere. Like I I mentioned last week, like this is Tina Belcher's you know fantasy novel that she would write. Yeah, well there are some horses too. So horses, butts everywhere. Charles just like staring at all the Duh, women like that, and then, yeah. and then we also see our villain played by Oliver Reed, Sarm. Sarm. He's like sitting on his horse, <laughs> looking upon it all with his like son, and yeah, and he looks like the dude from the cover of that uh, Molly Hatchet album. Like he's oh, wearing shit. that sweet ass like helmet. Yeah, he's and wearing. he's got that that beautiful like, like, uh, fake looking skull his chest thing. piece. Yeah, yeah that was, like that was they awesome. couldn't they couldn't just get a real animal skull. They had to have some cheap paper mache. Is skull. it just the Italian films where this like all the props look really lame? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, because uh, the swords and everything they just look like cardboard, and it, yeah, and like, they were they were like really giant too. They were like, yes. they were like four inches thick. Yeah, they're ridiculous. So. Uh, like the raid, you know, starts getting out of hand. They're like, they get the they get the homestone, and they're like trying to ride off with it. Well, we see this like hot ass barbarian babe kicking ass, yeah, like, fucking everybody up. She's, this, she was awesome. And then this dude looked like Kenny Rogers, but next to her, and he's fucking some shit up. And then this guy, I don't, know, I think was he her brother? I just called him Mullet. I don't remember what his name was. He's had a yeah, mullet. the Mullet guy. I don't know his name either. I, I, I think Mullet's gonna work. Well, I thought though. he was like her brother. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. So they're but they're they're kicking ass. They're trying to protect this like glob. Like it was it wasn't. I don't know. It looked like a piece of shit. It was like a plastic <laughs> piece of shit. And it was like that's it's, the homestone. It was one of those Himalayan uh, lamp rocks. I guess. I don't know what that is, but I'll, I'll take your word for oh, it. Oh, that's why your life's in balance. No, it's not. You got to get one of those Himalayan rock salt lamps. So, as, as try as they might, Sarm still gets the rock, and he's like, ha, <laughs> ha, and he just yeah. takes off. And then, 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 uh, I, no, Tarl's still out in the desert, because I remember Talina, who's the sexy barbarian woman. Yeah, she, she like, escapes. She, like, goes to, I thought she goes to chase after yeah, them. Yeah, she's trying and, like, to get like after Like a total fucking shithead. Tarl jumps out with hey there and like scares her fucking horse. horse. She falls off the horse. Yep. And then they they come and surround them. What Oh right. And then so then like uh Tarl yes, Tarl, somehow Tarl stumbles into Sarm's like group. Yeah. And he somehow I still haven't figured it out, he somehow kills Sarm's son. Right. Like, he, it was a situation where, like, somebody goes after Tarl. He's in his, like, professor outfit, so he's got his dockers pulled up past his belly button, shirt tucked got in. Got the, like, jacket with the, the patches on the uh, elbows. Yeah. He's, he's got that. He's flipped that over his shoulder because it's hot as shit out. Right. But he's big door glasses and the calculator watch. <laughs> right. So that won't come into play ever. <laughs> no. Um, so the one guy charges at him on the horse, and Tarl, like... Make some kind of dweeby noise, and the horse just like flips over. So I was like, "Is the ring doing this? Like, how is this happening?" I don't know. So the guy like breaks his neck after falling off the horse, and he walks over and like grabs his sword for reasons, and then this other guy charges at him, like throws him in a net, and then like tries to attack him, and Tarl ends up slaying him, just fucking <laughs> absolutely murders the guy again. Right. 
How? He's confused. It, it reminded me of Return of the Jedi where Han Solo is like blind, but he's and when they're like with that the, that pit in the desert, and he's like still fucking everybody up, but it's like it's accidental, it's like yeah. a comical thing. But I don't think this was comical. I don't know how he was doing it, but he was yeah beating everybody. So he ends up killing Sarm's son in that uh, altercation there, and then uh, just when things are looking bad, because this one guy, and I love this moment. Draws a bow. He's five feet away from Tarl, and he draws a bow, and it's just about to put an arrow between Tarl's eyes, saving us from having to watch the rest of this movie. Right. Um, and uh, they're they've got some mountains above them, and all the townsfolk from this that town that just was raided, they come out and they just start pelting rocks at the at the the army, the raiders, and yeah. fuck them up. Tarl gets away. His arm takes off with the homestone, yep. goes fucks off to wherever he's from. Tarl gets knocked out though. Yeah, that's when right. He, so when he comes to, he's just he's got he's covered in pectoral petroleum jelly. Yeah, they smothered him. He's just naked with a loincloth. Yeah, they took him out of his uh his work clothes. clothes. And it, it's uh Tolina, our Xena princess of this movie. Right. Mullet and old guy. Yeah. And the oh did they also took uh, her dad, too. They kidnapped him. I think his name was like yeah. Marcellius or something like that. Sure. Marcellius. He, he looked like Kenny Rogers, so I'm going to call him Kenny. I like it. And so I don't know why they kidnapped him, but they took him. Right. And so they're like, we have to go get my father. Right. He's like, I'm a nerd. I can't do anything. Exactly. And so this is where they try to give us some kind of backstory on the ring, why he's there. And it's just like, oh, you have the ring. You've been sent to us. You're a warrior. And, and then he's like, I'm not a warrior here. Take my ring. Like, yeah. He's a total bitch. He's just like, he doesn't yeah. want to do anything. And at one point, he's like, did Norman put you guys up to this? Get get the call call out there. John Norman. Ah, Norman. I did not yeah. pick up on that. That's yeah. clever. Norman. So for some reason, he he buys in. He's like, okay, I'm a warrior. And that's... Uh, we get our training montage. Yeah, it was, and it's the boringest thing ever. Yeah, and I well, he learns how to shoot an arrow at least. That's yeah, well, it takes him, of course, five hours to become better than Mullet and Xena. Like they're always like, we can't win this fight without Tarl to protect us. It's like Tarl's a fucking loser. I know. I'm like, why are they? Like she's totally into him. I'm like why? He's a yeah. total drip. And I also like that even in his loincloth. He doesn't need to wear his glasses anymore. <laughs> of course not, yeah. But he keeps his watch on. Well, I wonder why that. I wonder why that is. So, so they're like, all right, it's time. You are ready now. It, three days. You're an yeah. expert swordsman, expert bow and arrow shooter, archer, I think's the word. Y- yeah. We need to get to some mountains, and we're going to take this the, yeah. path to get there. And we, But we have no idea where he is located, but we're just going to walk out in the desert. Yeah. So they walk out in the desert, and then they come to this uh, city, right? Well, they have, like, their little camp. Oh, you know? that's right. And Talina's, like, trying to get in his pants. She's like, I'm know, sorry, into no his I have no idea why. No idea why. I guess, well, she's just got her brother and this other guy. So, like, he's an old guy, so uh, yeah. I guess he's the only suitable guy there. So, I guess the only reason I could that, think. Yeah. So she's, like, flirting with him. Like, do you have uh, a woman in your world and he's like well there is this girl the girl that totally Bev. girl uh, totally missed him earlier <laughs> yeah. so you know he's supposed to be keeping watch 
that yeah. night. And but like like classic Tarl, he falls asleep. He's he's like four miles out asleep, and then of course they you know some they get, bandits come by. The and, Gorian Crips come in and yep. they just like bum rush them, steal all their shit. They don't even do it at night. They do it during the yeah, day. Right? Well, Tarl's such a drip. They can they they feel like they can do. They're bold they, to do yeah, that. exactly. They have his open like, window as they do? want. And right. know what? He didn't do shit. So <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Like, you know what he is? He's he's the Urkel of Gore. He's like, did I do that? Like, I mean, it was basically. He doesn't even have. And it he, didn't help that his dubbed voice sounded like Kermie, the gay elf from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Shit, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, he was like, oh, I want to be a dentist. And he said that at one time. <laughs> so they're all like, fucking Tarl, why... Why are you so useless? And, and he's like, I don't know. Did I do that? And they're like, oh, Tarl. And then they're all buddies with him again. Yeah. I'd be like, kill this guy. Yeah. They they scold him. Tarl doesn't even like acknowledge their scolding. He's just like, meh, yeah, whatever. Sorry. Hey, no big deal. I and fell so asleep. They just, they're like, well. well, well they, we have no food or water or money. Whatever. Yeah. So they're like, now we have to go to this city. Right. And as they're walking up there, they see, like, some slavers, you know, coming by with their slaves. So they're like, shit, you know what? In order to get in the city, we're going to have to make it look like Talina's our slave because, you know, women yeah, are slaves. They need to be in a collar in this city. Right. They didn't quite go that far. Like, so, I don't think any women are in a collar or men. No, I th- yeah, I think, actually, I think or coming up, there is a, a woman in a car. A Carl. Carl. Uh, a collar. <laughs> But what they, what they do, they rip off the sleeves off of... Uh, Tarl, give, Tarl, us, give Tarl's us your sleeves. Jig, and, he, and he shows off his really weak, pathetic arms. Yeah. And then they rub dirt all on Talina. And they're like, you're a slave. Yes, they do that. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was kind of creepy. The I old think, guy does it. Yeah. He starts, like, rubbing up her ass with dirt. All right. Like, that's well, the only place, too. Um, they're just like, mmm. <laughs> so they go into this city, stumble into this uh, bar... Tarl's like going, just gawking at everybody, like because it's just a bunch of like half nude women walking around and you know chains and stuff, and yeah, he's and just gawking. And so, well, they go into the bar, and then there's like this like solid gold dance routine bur- breaks out, yeah. like this choreographed dance routine, totally out of place in the movie. But I guess they, <laughs> they, there's no story, so they have to fill it with something. They can look, we got we got to fill ninety minutes, right? So, like, all right, dance routine. Tarl's just got his jaw dropped. I And, oh. like, Talina's a little jealous. She's oh, like, she's so jealous. And I don't know why. No idea. And, like, Talina, you could do better. You're hot, all right? Come on. So then we're meet, who, we meet. I don't know what the character's name. I'm calling him Bluto because he, he actually was the actor who played Bluto in the Popeye movie from the early 80s. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, this, like. I don't know what, like mercenary guy, and he's like, "I got, I can get you to Sarm. I have this map here." Yeah. And they're like, "Well, okay, gee, thanks." He's like, "Well, I want your woman." And like, "Oh, sorry, that's not negotiable." Right. And they're like, "Well, how about this? I'll have my woman, who I believe is wearing a collar." He's like, "I'll have her fight your woman." Yep. And if your woman wins, you get the map. If she loses, I get her. And they're like, "Oh, that's okay. That sounds like sounds yeah. like a good deal." Well, they found out that they noticed that she wasn't wearing, like, real chains. So he's like, you're not leaving here without her fighting. Because they just had the cloth, you know, wrapped around her wrist. So yeah. he's like, you're fucking not leaving here until your girl fights my girl. And so, yeah. they. they so what ensues is probably, the, sadly, the best fight of the whole movie is cat fight where yeah. these chicks are fighting. Tarl's jerking off onto the <laughs> table. Well, how can you, you blame him? Because I, I, we didn't point out. 
Talena has the sexiest, gigantic 80s hair. Yeah. Like, every chick had it in the 80s. Super hot. Oh, I forgot to point out that Talena is played by June 1986 Playmate of the Month, <laughs> Rebecca Ferrati. So you know she's a hot chick. And speaking of big hair and hot chicks. Oh, Riff, boy. Oh, boy. We need a little hair metal hate. We haven't oh, had it in a few weeks. Boy. Okay. So I was scouring the internet, meaning I just came up with it five minutes before we did the show. Sounds about and right. And I was like, what could fit in with the gore movie we're talking about? And I could, I, all I could think of was Motley Crue's Look Sick Kill. Oh, this boy. is the era of Motley Crue, the early era where they were like the fake Satanists, where like they, they were wearing like Road Warrior like kind of outfits. And like, who are you fooling? You guys aren't for the real fucking deal. Right. So let's roll it, Griff. Start out. We got some women. They look like I don't see any calves. They, they really do. They're just like scared. Oh, shit. Molly Crew just showed up. They're looking oh evil. God. They got torches. He's been like, no, don't rape us. And they're like, hey, babe, I got a torch. Dude, they've got better props than this than uh, <laughs> yeah, all of They gore. actually do. That's the yeah. sad part. So they're chasing the women with their torches. Okay. And they're like, you're going to be our slaves. Because oh, boy. They're and pulling off the chains a lot better, too. All This video is ten times better than gore. So they pen the women in because oh as they learn from gore, that's where women belong. They're like, we're penning you in. Time to rock out. What the So hell? they just start rocking out. Why did they pen the women? Well, you'll, you'll see because it's coming up. Okay. They're just rocking out. I'm sorry, guys. They're just rocking out. We can't really have anything to say. They wear a lot of makeup. Well, yeah, this was, yeah. And then the girls, they call out for a, a savior. They're like, please, someone, can someone save us? Oh, God. And then, God damn it, stop rocking out. Get to the fucking... Murray, you can't help but notice how hard they're rocking, right? They're, they're rocking hard, but I, I, just, I, I, I want more story. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it doesn't work well. I want more story out of my rock. <laughs> yes. Well, well, for, when you're discussing it on the, inter- uh, on the internet, yeah, you want a little more well, story. Cruz, I can only say rock. the rock in any more times. I like his uh, little bell there. Yeah. How did. often do they use that bell? Well, there's a bell in the song, so I think just that one time. I want to know all So about they're that. like, all right, man, we're going to do something to these women now. We're oh, ready. Geez. We're ready to do stuff. Uh, okay. Do PG-rated stuff. This is MTV, after all. Uh, and then they're rocking again. God damn. <laughs> I didn't think this video was this long. You should have known. I didn't watch it. <laughs> and then they're like, hey, look at my guitar. Uh, that's a that's that's like my dick. <laughs> God. You know, and then, uh-oh. Oh, shit. The savior comes. Some Wizard of Oz shit. Wind starts Tumble blowing. Weeds? Tumbleweeds. What? Rag falls in a girl's face. That's a band tee. Wall falls down. And then we have Xena Warrior Princess comes to rescue the women. Yes. What? So we got. She's got some giant sexy hair. She shoots a crossbow right at Mick Mars's guitar. She 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 does a cat thing with him. <laughs> What's that called? A hiss. She hisses at him. <laughs> She throws the fucking torch at him. She frees the women. Yeah. Girl uh, power. What? So Motley Crue's the bad guys? Yes. Well, they were about to rape these women. And then she pulls out this. She's got her hand crossbow. Oh, what the a pentagram fuck? is shot off Tommy Lee's, what? <laughs> Tommy Lee's drum, and it hit her shield. And now oh, Vince Neal's like, shit. I'm going to get you, girl. So he starts chasing her. She's playing a cat and mouse game. She knows what she's doing. Oh she's like, God. here, let me lead you into this trap. He's like, I'm going to get you. She, she runs away from him. 
Oh my god. He's like, wow, man. She runs in this room with spikes and fog. This is starting to look like a set for American Gladiators. And it looks still looks way better than the Gore sets. Yes. And really then they, they're like, they got her. They got her pinned down. She's kind of digging it. I don't oh, know what's going on there. Jesus, this is weird. And then she gets away. And then here wow. it goes. She, she leaps like a cat. What? Right up on the top of a wall. And then they look scary and kind of. It looks like Nikki Six looks kind of bored. <laughs> how could you be bored with all this weird shit who who decided this is what they wanted i don't to know do? but this is a fucking great video though and then they surround the woman they put their fists up in the air and they go you're all right what? and then she disappears and then there's a what? burning pentagram hail satan what yeah i don't know what it means either but i did this for hair metal sean okay what the fuck and then that. that's it I want him to explain to me what just happened there because that was a fuck fest of weird. I enjoyed that ten times more than Gore. I uh, well, it's also ten times shorter, so yeah, that's true. I believe that'd be a good reason to enjoy it. So let's get back to it and get it over with, shall we? Yeah. So we had women fighting. We had our 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 Zena, our Tarla. Tarla, Talina. Right? Talina. I keep calling her Tarla. Because <laughs> like, it's Tarl. Because Probably because he's more of a woman than she is. Right? She's more <laughs> badass. I'd rather have Talina have my back Dude, than Tarl. Yeah, there should have been a lot more of her fighting than Tarl doing Tarl things. Yeah. I, I like that even halfway through the movie they stopped calling him Tarl, Tarl and started calling him Cabot. That's true. So, <laughs> that could have been confusing. So, so the, they're like... Well, Talino, she, she wins the fight. Yeah. And uh, uh, Bluto is just like, yeah, fucking get out of here then. And they're like, hey, no, you you said you were going to give us this map. That was the, like on a, it was on like a rag. The one time Tarl like, you know, amps up and is like, fuck you, you know, honor your side of the I deal. thought he pussied out. No, he's the one who gets up. Mullet Man was like, well, where do you think you're doing, <laughs> Tarl? And Tarl just gets up there and is like, hey, you promised me a map. <laughs> and the guy was just like, what? Fuck you, I did. <laughs> so they pull him out of there because Tarl right. is about to get his ass kicked. Yeah, but then I think Tarl's like, well, well, I didn't want the map anyway. And then he grabs his backpack, and it seems like he's a little heavier. Well, they, they jet him outside because they, right. they're like, they need, you need to cool off. And that's when uh, Mullet Man tries to lift up his bag. He's like, man, I don't remember this being so heavy. This is like a sack that's as tall as him. And... Um, <laughs> Big reveal? You want to give the big reveal? Uh, midget version of Ric Flair jumps out and goes, <laughs> Woo! You didn't, you didn't say woo, but that would have been cool. But he it said like, woo. It looks like a little midget version of Ric Flair. And he's like, I can take you where you need to go. And I don't know. I always assume midgets all have that voice. But I've never heard a midget with that voice outside of like a movie. So I they, apologize to all midgets. They did give him that voice, though. <laughs> and they dubbed it over. So I was like, they chose not to use like... A real person's that's voice. The, they were like, "Let's." That's the go-to movie midget voice. Uh, I guess they just had, you know. That's rough. So, so, he, so they're <laughs> they're completely charmed by little Rick Flair. He's adorable. He is adorable. Styling his profile. He's got that mullet. He's like, I can get you there, just like that. <laughs> I'm glad I managed to work that. He's in like, that. I got some four hundred dollar gators. It's worth everything you make in a year. <laughs> Woo! Take you to Space Mountain. I love- gonna take him to take him to Garm Mountain. <laughs> what? Oh, oh man, Mountain. what is this line about Space Mountain? Why go to Space Mountain when you can get on my Space Mountain or something uh, like that? 
<laughs> you don't need to go to Disney World to Do see Space Mountain. Take a ride on Space Mountain. To take a ride on. Oh, my and God. And he also said, as long as you're 18 years or older. Yeah. Remember that. That was very. He makes it very he clear. He's not. Ric Flair's not a part of the pedophile he's not, empire. He's not into it. So. <laughs> Of course, little Ric Flair is just throwing out great one-liners <laughs> for the rest of the movie. So finally, we got somebody with character. Um, but they're, they're just going to be wandering back into the desert again because yeah. that's how this movie's paced. It's like weird interaction, wander, weird interaction, wander. So they're wandering again. They come across more slavers. So it's like, well, we must be getting close to where we're trying to get. Yeah, I, I noticed. Did you notice that we live in a culture where they've, they – know how to make steel into swords. I mean, they really don't because all the swords are made out of cardboard in yes. the movie. But we're, let's just say for for argument, they make the swords. They didn't figure out how to make wheels yet because they had like they didn't have wheels on these cars. They're like dragging these like carts. Were they? Yes. Wow. That's why all that that dust was kicking up. Shit, I didn't even notice. So there these for some reason there are these slavers dragging these like dumb. like they're like made out of like bamboo. It looked like these like carts with no yeah. wheels and they're just dragging and they're empty and they're yeah. dragging them for some reason so they're like hey let's abuse let's take advantage of these slaves and hitch a ride on on these carts yeah so they hide they jump in these carts and get pulled for like 100 feet there was that hilarious moment where tarl because we got to bring this up his watch goes off because anytime they're hiding because at first they were hiding and letting the slavers go by and then, right. you remember they were hiding behind those rocks oh, yeah. and of course beep, 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 <laughs> you know it's it's time to take your As usual, meds. Tarl fucks everything up. Yeah. He's an inept shithead. So they hide behind the rocks. A, a guard comes over, and, you know, the guards just wear, like, a helmet and, like, a little a little piece over their, their junk. Cod piece. A little cod piece. Thank you. Oh, and a sword at their waist, yes. of course. So the, the guard comes over, and they hide. They beat the shit out of him. And then they put on a helmet, and Tarl pops up and goes, Hey, guys, uh, I'm just going to take a quick piss. Everything's okay over here. And everyone's just like, Man, shit, seems about right. And they yeah. go back on. That's Yeah, they, they so, jump in the back yeah. of that weird cart. Yeah, and like that's that's like a great scene. Who the fuck? Like, I got this idea for a scene. They, they get dragged by a cart for 100 feet. And nobody notices. Yeah, well. Cart suddenly becomes 500 pounds heavier because, yeah. you know, five people and little Ric Flair just jumped in it. <laughs> right. And they're just basically, even though we're supposed to be rooting for the guys, they're like basically taking advantage of slaves. Yeah. They're like, hey, let's get a free ride from these slaves. So they get off, and then they bump into Bluto again. He just pops up. And he's like, I want your woman. And so he, he puts like a knife or something to Talina's like throat. And this is where the calculator watch comes in again, because Tarl shines a light off his calculator watch into, like, Bluto's eyes. Oh, and Bluto's like, ah! Oh, and then, then Talina, like, stabs him in the gut. And he's like, oh, I'm dead! And he falls over and dies. Man, I'm glad you remember that part because... That was the only action in the fucking movie. There's so much of this movie that just slips right by you. It just and like then, they and slipped then, in that And then in between, we get... It's not even important, but there's little interludes where we see Sarm, and he's just like, ah, ha, ha, I, I've got another homestone. I will take over yeah, the world kind of shit. Really? The the villain caught I mean, up. They didn't build up the villain at all. I mean, apparently, Oliver Reed had like some back taxes he had to pay off. Because right. I don't know why he's slumming in this shit movie, but... So they eventually they they get to this. They get to the back door. The back door. Sarms, that little Ric Flair, trouble. and he's like, "This isn't the first back door I've been in today." Zing! <laughs> 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 Fucking little Ric Flair, he's killing it. Got that he was. bandana. 
Got that big flowing jacket like Ric Flair always had. He was like strutting and he shit. He was so fantastic. <laughs> Everyone's drab, just brown. And then he got little Ric Flair just killing it. Got that. Yeah. He's got the uh, uh, rhinestone robe yeah. on. Yeah. It's hard. To, it's You know, they go into like this cave system, and it's really hard for them to sneak around with all those rhinestones, yeah. though, because it's just shimmering <laughs> off the torches and all right. that. Why like, didn't they use that into the calculator watch? I don't know. That would really blind to the fuck. Yeah, really. I, I think he, it's because he hides, you know. Yeah. I mean, he was a heel, though. Right. So so they're in there in these caves. There's, like, women tied up and shit. There's all kinds of weird stuff happening in these caves. Yeah, they never really explained why they're women tied yeah. up. They're like, no one knows about the, the this back door. And then there's, like, guards that come through, and right. as they're, like, trying to hide from the guards, like, these lepers come out and yeah. start groping on them, like, oh, I haven't been touched in years, fuck me. And Taro's like, yeah, I want to hit that. And, you and know, Tolina's. And then, well, they're like, okay, we have some action, there's some lepers, and then they just go, okay, let's just walk away from these people. That's it. Walk away. Hey, conflict. Also, no, not really. We're just gonna go. This time killer. Just so they they find the I guess the throne room of uh, Sarm. I don't fucking remember anymore, dude. And they're like, like we gotta, or do they? I don't. They find her dad, don't they? I don't fucking remember. This is this this movie's awful. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> little yeah, little Ric Flair, of course, is just like starts uh, telling about. You know, he he wants to part ways. He doesn't want to be involved anymore. After the lepers come out, he's like, fuck this. I Lepers aren't my game. So he's like, I told you I'd get you in. I never told you, you know, I, I'd lead you to the water. I never told you I would teach how to drink, teach how to fish. I don't know. Ric Flair was <laughs> speaking in riddles at this point. Yes. Um, so they get captured again. Yeah. Cabot gets away, I believe. Because they're the most inept gang yeah. people I've ever seen. <laughs> so stupid. So they get yeah, they get captured and then and then uh they yeah. have like an orgy. They have another dance routine. Yeah, they get they're Cab- heavy into dance routines and gore. Cabot Cabot basically just meets up with Bluto. Or this isn't Bluto anymore. Bluto's this is dead. yeah, Sarm. Bluto's dead. So he meets up with Sarm. And Sarm's just like, Oh shit, you're from uh Earth. Welcome to Counter Earth. Welcome to Gore. <laughs> uh, have you seen any asses today? I, I, I noticed you're gawking. And he's at like, all by the my... way, I go both ways. And yeah, he fondles a boy and a girl. Yeah, he's like, let's go into my sex chamber. And the guy's just being really nice, just very gentleman. Like, see my homestone. Yeah, he's like, oh shit, that's the homestone I need. Right. And Tarl's trying to explain it. So I'm like, look, I need. A, I want to get back home. I'm not too. I like you got a lot of cool you, things here. Did but. you notice that Sarm like uh, automatically fell in love? Like everyone falls in love with Tarl immediately, and he's such a fucking loser. Yeah, he's like, I want you to rule with me. Uh, you know, it's like they just love Earthlings. I guess. I, I maybe new, to, I guess. maybe to them it's just like a virgin. It's like everybody on that planet I've had everything just, but an Earthling. <laughs> I, I, I like that's probably what's happening here. <laughs> I don't. know. I think we thought about it more than the screenwriters thought about it. So. You know, like you were mentioning, he's walking through, he's making out with dude, uh, Sarm is, he's making out with dudes, he's making out with ladies, slapping asses, rubbing dicks, he's just <laughs> enjoying his kingdom. Yes. Uh, King Priest is a big thing in the in the novel That's series. Right. Yeah. Uh, they explain it as King Priest don't really fuck around with humans, but obviously in this movie they threw that little bit of information aside because all he's doing yeah. is messing with humans. Like, these are supposed to be like... Well, we didn't have the budget for anything but humans, so... Yeah. 
Like, they explained it as he was a priest, then he became a king priest. But, again, yeah. from what I read, these guys are, like, it's demigods and supposed to, like, live in the sky cut. I don't deal. think anyone knew anything about gore. They just knew it was, like, somebody saw, like, the cover, like, and it had, like, the classic barbarian things. Like, we're going to make a movie of gore, get yeah. the rights, and then they just did it. So, he's trying to win over Cabot. He's like, Cab, here's what I'm going to do for you, bud. Just takes the cock ring right off his own dick and hands it to Cab and is like, any lady you want, you can use my I, cock I ring. I missed that part. Yeah, it was a weird. cock ring? Yeah. I, I missed that. I a lot of butts and I mostly got the censored version because there was no nudity in my version. Yeah. I got a lot of thonged butts, though. Yeah. I had to see Sarm's dick, so I'm going to make sure everyone knows about it. Okay. So, yeah, gives him the cock rings. Like, take any lady. Carl picks out a lady. She's got, like, the crimped hair. It's just kind of frizzy and weird. Yeah, another classic 80s yeah. kind of hair look. And, uh... She's, he starts interrogating the girl because they go to, a, like, a quiet corner. Everyone's still th- around watching them, but they go to, like, a little quiet right. corner. And, uh, you know, he starts interrogating her and asking her, like, where do they keep the homestones? And she's like, look, I'm a slave. All I want to do is bang you. And he's, She didn't end that, that sentence with yes, master, though. Yeah, oh, shit. She broke one of the rules. Breaking slave rules. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. <laughs> so I, I, he just keeps pushing it. She's like, I can only satisfy you. I know not of homestones. Because even she is in love with Tarl. Yeah. Even though the guy can't get laid in a whorehouse on Earth. Right. Everybody, including men, want to fuck Tarl on Gore. Everybody. So I guess they love calculator watches. They man. really do. That's like a cool thing on Gore. It's like kind of... Right. It's, so... They eventually lead us into, uh, like, he throws the lady aside. Uh, Sarm's like, Cap, come over here, dude. I want you to see this. Well, he's like, I want to, it wasn't like, I want to initiate you into our world. Yes. And here, we're going to give you a slave. Yeah. And so there's this slave comes out with a hood on. And yep. of course, we all know it's fucking Talena. Yep. So he pulls it off. And they're like, all right, we got to brand the calf into her thigh. Yeah, they brand one lady. And then they're like, all right, now this is yours to brand. Yeah, your, your turn. So, this is where we get the first ass kicking, because of course he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm ready for this. Even though he, a minute ago he's like, I want to get out of here. Now he's like, I'm in. Well, also, it's like, I just met you. I want to make you my right-hand man. Like, you, you, you came in here to steal my homestone. Yeah. Now we're best friends here. So, of course, now he's got this, uh, what, do, what do they call those things? Not a Branding kettle. iron? Branding iron, thank you. Yeah. And it's hot as shit, and he gets that. And this is probably the only real prop in the movie. It looked like it was really made of iron and all that good I don't stuff. Think it was, but it's <laughs> okay. And he delivers a blow right to a guy. Right to the bread basket. Yeah. Oh boy. And they just start kicking ass. They're surrounded by people, but their awesome fighting techniques just wow them. So everyone's just standing back, like, oh shit, shit's yeah. going down. It, it, all hell breaks loose at this point. Like, they're running all over the place. like a yeah. Scooby-Doo uh, yeah. moment where it's like the music starts up. Boop, boop, Scooby. Boop, boop, Scooby. Sarm's, like, running down a hallway. Going and, into one, like, doorway. Yeah, exactly. Come out the other the, one. Exactly. And, yeah, so, like, and, like, Talina's the only one kicking ass. She's fucking shit out with a sword. So, Tarl's like, I gotta get the homestone. Yeah. So, somehow, he does. I don't know, he stumbles onto it. Because that's all he does in this movie, stumble onto shit. Him and Mullet find the room for some reason it's 
it's like gar- it's guarded with like flames. Like flames shoot up. Yeah. But all you got to do is wait till the flames go down, and then you can walk in the room. One flame shoots up, and then one little thing falls over too. Yeah. Worst props ever. And like even uh, Charger of the Four Crown had better props. Yeah, you, you could see the strings holding all the props in Charger of the Four Crown. Yeah. Yeah. So they get the homestone. They're like, let's get the fuck out of here. So they, they, they get outside. And they get, they get captured again, don't they? They get captured <laughs> again. And uh, I don't know what is happening at this point. Like, they're... I could have swore they're at, they're, they have this out, outdoor like set. I, have you ever seen Beastmaster? No. The set, I, I swear it's the same set from Beastmaster. Because there's this set where there's like this fire pit yeah. like, right in front of it. It's like they're outdoor. It's kind of like a pyramid type thing they're on. Right. And they throw the first girl that gets branded into the fire pit. Yep. And then they're going to throw Talina, right? Or I don't I think that maybe her dad. I don't fucking remember. Don't care. Uh, yeah. I By think, the way, I think it was somehow in this Mullet gets killed. But who gives a shit? He's barely a character. But Mullet gets killed. Oh, yeah. Mullet did die. Yeah. Well, they were having a terrible fight in the caves. Like, right. they did the overhead shot of them sword fighting. Tarl drops a sword because Tarl would drop of his sword. Of course, Tarl would be the reason Mullet gets killed. So Mullet throws oh, him his right. sword. He's like, you're, you're better than me. Take Again, my sword. a man who lives by the sword <laughs> is like, hey, you remember yesterday when we taught you how I to mean, use a sword in 10 minutes? You know what? You're he the died better. by the sword. Yeah, he did. So that's how he ended up yeah, going. Yeah, who cares? He was a exactly. meaningless who character. Cares? So, so Talina's about. So he didn't give a shit that the first slave girl got like incinerated in this fire pit. But Talina, he's like, hey, I might have a shot with her. So Taro whips out the old bone arrow. Sarm's like, ah, ha, ha, I'm gonna throw her in this fire pit. Yeah, he's like, no, you're not. And for the first time in the movie, Taro does something right, <laughs> and he hits Sarm right in the throat with the arrow. Goes right through his throat. That was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know how they did that. Yeah. Maybe they actually really shot Oliver Reed in the throat. <laughs> Maybe. And so he falls in the fire pit, and everyone's like, hey, whatever, you're free. Do whatever you want. <laughs> so they do cut to, like, all you know, the hometown being restored. and Well, like, they got their homestone back, so yeah, they're all ready to go. Everyone's happy. There's, like, a nice big pond out front with a bunch of women cleaning, you know, like bathing each other. Yeah, and then there's this mysterious that, figure lurking in the background. Yeah. Who could it be? Why it's Jack Plants, and who by, who by the way is like top build in this movie? He's in it for two fucking minutes at the very end. He's I probably didn't... the biggest star in the movie, right? I don't, all I remember. I mean, he was in the movie Shane, which is probably like the biggest one. But I remember when I was a kid, there was this uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not show. It was on oh, the, yeah. early, the early eighties, and he was the host of it. And he was he they did like he did like a creepy version, it was like Believe It or Not. Right. That's all I really remember Jack Plants from. But every, you saw him, you go, oh, I know that guy. He was in City Slickers. Ah. Uh, oh, yeah, he was. And uh, so he's, like, lurking in the background, and I don't... He so talks to Tarl. Tarl, Tarl's, like, uh, hanging out with Talina. Talina, you're right. Oh, I got it that time. You're going to say Tarla, no. Tarla. Talina. <laughs> And, uh, you know, she's like, oh, my God, please take me back home with you. I can't live my life. I'm going to kill myself. If you aren't banging me by the end of this movie, and her dad's like, "It's true, you know, you really do need to put the spurs." He's like, to I want to bang you. Yeah, we all do. Exactly. <laughs> so 
They're like walking out. They come across the Jack, Jack Blance. Xenon, I think, was his name. Yeah, I don't. I, don't, I, don't, I didn't write it. Oh, you I think you wrote I, it down? I might. Were. And she's He's like Zeno. Zeno. She's like I've never the seen male you version here. of Zeno. And he gives a, like a little explanation of like, yeah, oh, I, I've been here protecting you forever. I didn't even care enough to pay attention. No, there's no point. It's like, come on, just wrap things up here, guys. But basically, what they're doing is they're setting up a sequel with this. Yeah. So he just says some gobbledygook. I don't. You don't need to know. So they're kind of like getting down to 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 the deed, Tarl and uh, Talina. Talina, and like they're in the background. You got the homestone in the foreground, and it starts just like emanating oh, light right. and She's, everything. She finally got her naked, and then yeah. damn, co- gets cock blocked by the fucking homestone. Yeah, it, it sounds like she's gonna go home with him. Right, and. No, he go. He, he gets up. He walks over to the stone. He touches it, and boom, he's back at college. And Darcy, or whatever her name was, Bev, Bev, is trying to like fifty year old Bev, fifty year old Bev, trying to chat him up in the hallway. He's got his old nerd outfit back on again, but he's got a new confidence. He's got a new swagger because he was just in a world. He where almost had sex wanted. with a woman. He's, yeah. he's, you know, he's <laughs> so a far hotter woman too. Yeah. So, I'd be like, I don't want to fucking go back to her. Right. Like that. Well, yeah, that's kind of how he is. He's like, I don't care anymore. And Norman comes over, the, the, the chat from earlier in the movie, and he's just like, oh, hey, Tara, hey, what bro. did you get up to? And he's just like, oh, just hanging out with priest kings, murdered a couple people, banged several broads, got a new cock ring. You know, he's just... It's just like the nerd who had the best summer vacation. You know, he's bragging Top about Top that it. Norman. Exactly. And Norman's like, yeah, well, I topped her yesterday. And he's just like, see She's if 50. I care. She's 50. Yeah. Oh, see I if care. I care. She's old news. <laughs> and he just delivers bloody nose right to Norman's face. It's beautiful. He had it coming. He, had it, he did have it coming. So, uh, and then cue uh, credits. Right? Yeah, Jack Plants has another moment where he's like, "Finally, we got Taro out of the picture, so I can go <laughs> ahead and rule the world." <laughs> Taro is the diff- the balance to this world. Apparently, it's know, the most. It's, it's like so it's basically see you for the sequel, Outlaw of Gore, yeah. because they filmed the sequel the same time they filmed this movie. Because there's no way anybody would come back to work on this movie again. Like, so. Movie's over, credits have rolled, but before we uh, get in and close this out, I just want to read to you something that I came across in research time. It's a little, I I forget how long it's going to take to read here, but it shouldn't be too bad. It's called Houseplants of Gore, and this is uh, taken. What's that? I'm intrigued. Yeah. I'm more intrigued than the movie, actually. Yeah. No, it's far more interesting. And we're talking about houseplants, and And I'm more intrigued. So this is taken from one of the novels. The I, I don't know how House Plant of Gore. Yeah, the, the, the novel's not called <laughs> House Plant of Gore. It's not. No, should be. It should be. There should be a whole novel about just house plants. But this excerpt is called House Plant of Gore, and here we go. <clears throat> the spider plant cringed at its as its owner brought forth the watering can. I am a spider plant! It cried indignantly. How dare you water me before my time? Guards, it called. Guards! Boren, its owner, placed the watering can on the table and looked at it. You will be watered, he said. <laughs> you do not dare water me, laughed the plant. You will, be <laughs> <laughs> you will be watered, said Boren. Do not water me, wept the plant. 
you will be watered, said Boren. <laughs> that was five pages of just that, back and yes. forth. Well, there we go. I watched this exchange. Truly, I believed a plant would be watered. <laughs> it was plant. And on Gore, it had no rights. Perhaps on Earth, in its permissive society... <laughs> Even the plants are slaves! God damn! Perhaps on Earth, in its permissive society, which distorts the true roles of all beings, which forces both plants and waterer to go unhappy and constrained, which forbids the fulfillment of owner and houseplant, such might not happen. Perhaps there, it would not be watered, but it was on Gore now. And it would undoubtedly feel its true place, that of a houseplant. It was plant. It would be watered at will. Do plants have calves too? (laughs) Brand plant. Apparently. Such is the way of plants. Ah, gotta stop doing this. There's more? Oh my god, yes. Oh, here we go. The plant saw muchly as Bourne laid down the watering can. Why wouldn't a plant want to be watered? Oh, shit. Like, it's, it's crying. I skipped the whole part because I keep highlighting for some reason. Such is the way of plants. Boren picked up the watering can and muchly watered the plant. The plant cried out, No, master, do not water me. The master continued to water the plant. Waterboarding. Please, <laughs> please master, <laughs> begged the plant. Do not water me. The master continued to water the plant. It was a plant. It could be watered at will. The plant sobbed muchly as Boren lay down the watering can. It was not pleased. Two, it was wet. But this did not matter. It was plant. You have been well watered, said Boren. Yes, said the plant. I have been well watered. Of course, it could be watered by its master at will. I have watered you well, said Boren. <laughs> Oh, I can see if he was like gonna piss on the plant, like that would be humiliating. And but he's just watering. He's, nu- he's trying to give the nutrition to the plant. Right. Yes, master said the plant. You have watered your plant well. I am plant, and as such, I should be watered by mas- by my master. The cactus plant next to the spider plant shuddered. It attempted to cover its small form with its small arms and small needles. I am plant, it said wonderingly. I am of earth. But for the first time, I feel myself truly plant-like. On Earth, I was able to control my watering. I often scorned those who would water me, but they were weak and did not see me, see me, see my score for what it was. The weak attempt of a small plant to protect itself. Not one of the weak Earth waterers would dare to water a plant if it did not wish it. But on Gore, <laughs> it shuddered. On Gore, it is different. Here, those who wish to water will water their plants as they wish. (laughs) But strangely, I feel myself most plant-like when I am at the mercy of a strong Gorean master who may water me as he pleases. I will now water you, said Boren, the cactus's Gorean master. It's almost over. (laughs) The cactus did not resist being watered. Perhaps it was realizing that such watering was its master's to control. Too Perhaps it knew that this master was far superior to those of Earth, who would not water it if it did not wish it to be watered. The cactus's watering had been finished. The spider plant looked at it. I have been well watered, it said. I, too, have been well watered, said the cactus. My master has watered me well, said the spider plant. My master, too, has watered me well, said the cactus. 
I am to be placed <laughs> in a hanging basket on the porch, said the spider flat. I too am being placed on a hanging basket on the porch, said the cactus. I wish you well, said the spider plant. I too wish you well, said the cactus plant. Tal, said the spider plant. Tal too, said the cactus. God, how fuck? Last three paragraphs. For Jesus final Christ, one. three more paragraphs? It's just them going back and forth. It's like three sentences okay. per. I did not think that the spider plant would object to being watered by its master again, for it realized that it was plant... And that here, unlike on Earth, it was likely to be owned and watered by many masters. By L, who has far too many gore books and taken far too many finals to be allowed to run rampant on a computer. You can go back to writing's page or return to the main page from here. That was a link, but I chose to read it. <laughs> In case you really want to read more about that houseplant of gore. Holy shit. That was the best and worst thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. Like, if that's a that's a snippet of what the gore world's about, I don't Dude, want any part of it. I died reading that. <laughs> like, I read it four or five times. It's amazing. I want to know what book that came from. House Plants of Gore. House Plants of Gore. All right, book thirty-two. Yeah, House Plants of Gore. That's when he got disbarred from uh, or uh, blackballed by the fantasy publishers. Probably. They were, they they were like, like, you went too far with look, the house plants. You can talk about raping and beating women up. Yeah. House plants, no. Sex slaves, we were on board. House Overwatering a house plant. <laughs> that bridge too far. Bridge too far. Wow. Okay. Gore's under the belt here. We're done with that. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Oh. We didn't. We didn't. We, th- we wanted to talk about this. Cr- I, I think that what you just read was worth watching Gore. Dude. I love start like the movie was just like okay we can have fun with it but then yeah. when we got into all that I was like okay this I would have enjoyed it more if it was just that scene you did was in the movie like I yeah that would have been great let's go ahead if Sarm was just torturing a, a cactus we can recreate one of those sets for about thirty dollars we'll go ahead uh we'll get we'll get Mike to be like the spider plant or something I'll be the cactus you can do be- the watering. Cool. Yeah, it can be boring. I think his name was boring. Boring. Hello. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. Sorry. We got about an that. action pack in the episode next. Well, week. yeah. We I, went. Well, I got Griff. I got a raging case of VD. Yeah. And by me, when I say VD, I can only mean Van Dam. Man, if only little Rick Flair was uh, in the next <laughs> movie. Woo! Woo! Love him. We're going back. We, it's been since episode two. We have not done yeah. any Van Damme. We we, we, we got to talk about Van Damme. God damn. damn it. Van Damme it. We got to talk about Van Damme. Van Damme it. So, yeah, it's going to be a big week. Uh, I got this movie on Laserdisc. Uh, I'm going to be watching it via Laserdisc. I'm very excited about that. Got some real villains again. We got some real heroes again. It's going to be great. Well, no more no more boring well, sex cult stuff. Let's tell them what it is. It, it's It's Kickboxer. It's Kickboxer. We're not we're not fucking around anymore. We tortured you enough with gore, so we're gonna gonna. Uh, hey man, we gotta take every we gotta take it's the opposite of torture. We gotta take everybody through the wondrous joy ride. Yeah, that I is mean, we have us. to. We have to. If you're talking about '80s movies, we got to touch on the Conan ripoffs. There's so many. Of yeah, them. I'm exactly. sorry it was gore. There are some that are better, but hey, we never saw gore too. All we know, I knew a little bit about the backstory of gore. He knew nothing about it, so yeah. we were we. We went through just as much hell as you guys just did. 
At wow. least we made ours kind of uh, entertaining. Everyone got to hear about the house plant, so they got they got exactly what they needed out of it. House plants and cats. Yes, I'm glad you like a true pro. You left it for the ending. So yeah, you kept people, string them along. Yeah, that's right. And that's we got the truth the out. So, like, hey, man, fight the power against gore. Yeah, gore v the uh, pedophiles. So, uh, kickboxer next week. Be there or be squ- square. Yeah. Well, Griff, I'm going to go water your cactus right now. So. You gotta, don't water that cactus, man. I'm gonna it has free will. It's on earth. I will water your cactus. It, my, my house is so loud because all the plants are always telling me, don't water me. I'm going to water it. I'm going to keep it warm. Fuck it. All right. Mm, bye-bye.